You are now in queue to join Game from the Gamers, a podcast where good friends gaming on PS4 talk about life, movies, relationships, other random shit, and, well, obviously, video games. Starring Chad, Garcia, Trey, Xavier, and Corey. Let us put you on game. Game from the Gamers is brought to you by Exquisite Podcast Radio Network. Shout out to Exquisite. Let me test the mic. Everybody go ahead and speak real quick. There we go. Hello. What up? Welcome to another edition of the Game from the Gamers (laughs) podcast. Episode 13. I'm feeling good. Feeling great. How are you? How y'all doing, man? Phenomenally phenomenal. That's how I'm doing. Good. I'm just sitting here thinking about when Jillian was acting like Corey doing the opening. Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? That's what I was thinking about the whole time Corey was talking. I'm over here laughing. <laughs> <laughs> The game from the gamers podcast. That shit was great, uh, man. Shout out to Jillian. She's actually hilarious. sitting behind me. What's going on, Jillian? Okay. Hi guys. Um, What's going on? She's up, Jillian. She's riding shotgun, just just listening in, trying to you know pick up on how real G's do it. I am joined today with Xavier and Chad. What's going on, guys? What's good with it? Chilling, sir. Chilling, man. Um, now we briefly talked. Uh, Chad and I briefly talked, and I, um, I think I'm gonna go ahead and mention something, um, to the fact that uh, Chad will be joining the cast. So this is where I'll insert some applause right here. Um, Yeah. So welcome (laughs) aboard, Chad. Um, We had some difficulties uh, getting Ben in sync with everyone's time. And unfortunately, like I mentioned before, he's got some real life things going on. So I can't be mad at the dude. Shout out to him. You know, that's my cousin, our cousin. Definitely love him. Um, So we got nothing but love for you. If you ever want to come back on the cast, man, feel free to roll through. So we got a quick, uh, quick audible that we running. Um, Chad will be joining us and we happy to have him, man. Absolutely, man. It's a pleasure to be here, man. Uh, you know, I was already involved anyway, but now I'm like, I got the jersey now. I'm not, I'm not coming off the bench. I'm, 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 I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what I like <laughs> to hear, man. And we got some good topics on deck. Um, our content manager, content producer, Xavier, aka Rashad, aka Javier. What we got, man? <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna be able to top last week's, but. I love I love uh, what we're about to speak on today. So yep. today we're gonna be speaking on toughest video games to date. So you know, think about all games from us being kids to present day, and just a little bit of subtopics that are gonna go along with this is also gonna be you know who's the toughest boss you've ever faced in a game, as well as who do you think are the best you know video game villains. You know, just think of all the fan favorites. You know, cult favorites. You know, so. Excellent topic. Excellent, excellent topic. Now, um, so which which one are we doing first? Are we doing just the hardest video games that we've ever played, or like what 
Yes, we're gonna start with uh, the toughest games we pay we've ever we've ever played, and then we're just gonna hit the sub topics. You know, just kind of go from like one to two, three. Okay. Just, you know, they all flow together. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel you. I feel you. Um, I'm gonna go with Mortal Kombat three. Mm. Um, Mortal Kombat was one of the games that came out. Like it was it was pretty simply based, but Mortal Kombat three is when they implemented all the combos. Um. As well as like destructive matter, as far as like um, environment, different stages, all of that. So that was a really difficult thing to get used to. If you played Mortal Kombat one, two, it was a, a really, really big adjustment. Um, the bosses were crazy too. We got Shokan that they introduced. Um, they also introduced Montaro, and I believe that's that's it. That's who they introduced it. But Shokan was one of the hardest bosses. That I've ever fought. Like, anytime you get to the top of any rank, whether it was novice, intermediate, or expert, like that that hammer stun that he used to do used to piss me off so bad, dude. It was mm. the worst shit of all time. You know, it, it would look like he would hit you, and it would look like you was finished already, and then he would just do some combo and just you know kill you automatically. It was ridiculous, but that was one of the games that like irked my soul growing up. It was definitely Mortal Kombat three. Word, word. Were there yeah. any others that stuck out uh, maybe along those lines? Because I got a huge list. So before I bust yeah. this list across everybody's head, was there any, uh, like, who's, who would be a runner-up in, in, in your um, eyes as far as tough video games? I got I got old and new here. Uh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen that Yo. on so many lists. <laughs> Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, man. Like, that, like, even like halfway through the game, it was some it was some guys that like the Sandman. I I couldn't beat the Sandman. He would just come out and just just whoop your fucking ass, and there's really nothing you could do about it. Like you know, this is before the like the the cheats and everything else came out, where you can have infinite this, infinite that, and that was a really really difficult game. Um, I'm trying to think of um, Gunstar Heroes. You guys remember that? Don't, but I saw no, that on people's list. Yeah, Gunstar Gun, Gunstar Hero was kind of like it was a side scroll. It was kind of like Contra, but on like steroids. So it was a two. It was the two guys, um, two kids basically. They looked like little kids. They had chili bowls basically, and they would go <laughs> through. You had uh, <laughs> they had like different um, weapons that you can combine. Like you can get lasers and compi- combine it with the following bullets and everything. Me, Corey, me and you played this. I don't even remember it. Huh. We were like real little kids when we played this. It was like something that we rented on Sega Genesis. But like that was a game that was really fucking hard too. We used to play it without saves, which is a ridiculous fucking concept. But that that one is uh, crazy. And I'm gonna go lump that in also with Metal Slug. Oh, that you remember Metal? Yep. Yes. Yes, Metal Slug. So I'm a I'm gonna hit you with those just off rip. I don't know. Uh, let me see here. Portal. Portal was crazy. Oh yeah, I never played I that, know. but that was a puzzler. Portal right? was. Portal was. Yeah, por- any puzzle game for me was like the end all be all, because you had to put the red with the blue. You had to be able to step through portals and solve all these puzzles. It was. It was fucking nuts, man. It was. It was crazy. Word. Word. Okay. That was about it. That's. I, I'll. I'll keep it there so I don't take it. Take anybody else's shit. But yeah, y'all go ahead. For sure. I mean, I'm sure we're going to have some of the same games because I know some right. of the lists I was looking on, 
a lot of bloggers are kind of saying some of the same stuff. You know, people have similar interests. So, yeah, those were the ones that irked my soul, though, for sure. <laughs> he said, "Hurt his soul." Damn. Yeah, it hurt my fucking soul. As a kid, do you like ten trying to beat these motherfuckers? Oh man. Mentally, you'd be exhausted as hell. You feel defeated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Feel like you can't go on. Trying to beat this shit with no saves. I have the shit that I'm mentioning had no saves. None. Damn. Let me get into some things because I read some lists too. And uh some of the things that I felt were were hard weren't weren't even on the list. Some were. Um one example for me, uh, Chad, do you remember in New York you rented, I think it was Ninja Gaiden, and bro, I accidentally saved over your game and tried <laughs> to fucking get that shit back? I was like, I don't know how this motherfucker even got past the first stage, because this shit's stupid. Which Ninja Gaiden was that? That's two. Two. Gotta be two. It might have been that or Shinobi. You might be thinking of Shinobi too. I think that was it. One, yeah, both what it, of them that's games. That's probably what it was, bro. Yeah. I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, it's like it's yeah. no recovering it back. No, you can't get nothing back. So that was bad. Um, that game in particular for me, um, Hitman. As a kid, mm. trying to understand <laughs> Hitman, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I was like, I'm not understanding how they seeing me. Like, I'm being stealth. I'm walking. But then, like, your gun is out. So then you're like, okay, put the gun away. And then I didn't realize that no outfit is going to make you completely, like, invisible to them. There's just, like, certain things that give you away. So I was really, like, not understanding that whole concept and how, like, you can't, with some outfits, carry weapons or do anything you know you kind of use those to get from point a to point b and do you got to re-up on weapons and find another nigga do you gotta hide that dude that you killed it was too much bro i was like yo i like stealth games and like assassin style games but hitman too much for me um it was deep it was deep yeah as far as games that i firsthand played uh soul reaver 2 was just tough. Mm. Uh, it was also tough to follow that story with all that the the, the language that they use in them games was crazy. Um, the Resident Evils, to where the cameras uh. were were stuck the way they were, so you had weird camera angles for some rooms. That made life hard, and I, I struggled with a lot of them just because of the camera what, uh, angles. Would you which which one would you say was the most difficult? Probably, I got one in mind, but yeah, I played Nemesis and I did really good with that. I beat that like four or five times. But in terms of um, the hardest was probably the first, man, just because there was nothing really like that that we had played. And again, the camera yeah. angles and the up and down thing, like you could aim up, you could aim down, but it wasn't like it wasn't smooth. Like it was either straight up or straight down. And then like sometimes you needed to be in between that. It was weird, man. It was it was kind of the 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 mechanics of it were were terrible, terrible. But good games. I mean, they yeah. they definitely paved the way for a lot of other games, a lot of other horror games, um, specifically within the zombie genre. And lastly, I'll throw Mega Man out there, the original yeah. Mega Man. Hard as shit. Never knew what boss to because you had to beat certain bosses first in order to defeat other bosses easier. What you didn't want is to beat a boss and gain a skill that was ineffective and then accidentally not realize that and start a second round 
or whatever round you're on and then realize you don't have the ne the necessary powers to beat that boss you know what i mean so then you got to use your buster gun and uh that was always tough knowing which bosses to fight first so that's my list man i don't know if you guys played any of those but i think out of out of everything i played over the years those were, were some of the toughest oh man you took some of my games i mean what about, I, like snake? What about like... snake eater though that's on my what list for that? toughest bosses. That's that's on my list for okay, toughest bosses. Okay, all right. I'll let me let me leave. I'm sorry. Let me not get in on that. I'm, I'm my bad. My bad. <laughs> yep. Yep. We are gonna get to that. But my bad, yeah. X. I, I took some of yours. What 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 what's on your list specifically? I had Mega Man on there for sure. I mean, you kind of already explained the main reason for that, and that's kind of what it was. I mean, being like eight years old, like you said you beat the wrong boss and you get to the next guy and you're like damn this skill is not really effective versus this guy so um i had that on my list i also had ninja game 2 really fun game but you know that game just the way it, you know it was made like enemies could literally tear you down with you know a couple combos very quickly just like rip you apart and there wasn't shit you could do about it you know very fun very fun you know button you know a master game but was challenging I also had Bloodborne, something I just started uh, kind of playing a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. You know, it's part of the Dark Souls trilogy. Or not trilogy, but it's from, um, they're from the same studio. They're from the same studio. But Bloodborne's on there. Let's see what else I have on here. Um, Alien Isolation. I don't know if you guys remember that game that came out. It was a <clears throat> it was an alien game. They basically, you know, you had the military soldiers and... The online player, people played a lot. You could either play as the aliens or you could play as the soldiers, like either or. But the actual, like, single-player mode, man, it, the aliens probably were one of the, like, toughest, like, bosses I've ever fought. Because, you know, most of the time, like, you know, the uh, CPU, you know, they kind of have set things they do. Like, they're kind of set to a specific, you know, code or whatnot. But on, like, this game, I was actually reading up on it. But they were saying, like, the aliens didn't really have set moves. So, as uh, you know, those of you who are fans of the movies, you know, like, the alien species is fast as hell. So, like, in this game, it's a horror game, kind of like Resident Evil. Like, you know, in Resident Evil, zombies pop out. You can kind of, like, back up and, you know, create some type of space and, you know, mm -hmm. figure out what you want to do. In this game, like, the alien came at you. Nine times out of ten, they were going to kill you on one swipe or you literally had to run away. Like, you really had to be way more strategic in this game like you couldn't really fight them you know like they were just they're too strong what that don't even sound like fun why was you playing that i mean it was <laughs> it was challenging but i mean it, it it really wasn't like i really just played the online mode most of the time man because like i said the single player mode was just like it was kind of hard damn that sounds like some bullshit. I don't know if I would want to play any of that. Nah, that don't sound it, it, it fun was. at all. That's it was. It was. One swipe and you did? It was one of them games where it got way past frustration very, very quickly. So let me ask this to you guys then. Of these games, and I'll start with you, Chad. Of these games, did you complete any of these games uh, beginning to end? Not necessarily with 100% completion, but did you get to the final boss? And figure out to the the story end to to some of these games that we mentioned. Um, absolutely. I mean, you you get to the end of some of them, but I say I out of the list that I've had, maybe two of them. Mm. Um, either other ones I've rage quit and just like, all right, man, I can't do this, or mm. like you know, I just persevered and was able to get through it and actually beat the game. But 
I mean, a lot of it I, I didn't, especially those those earlier on games. Um, I got emulators now. I could probably go back and try it. Um, uh, another one that that I had on my list was uh, Donkey Kong Country 2. I never beat that. And I'm, I'm mad about it. You know what I'm mm. saying? To this day, and I'm 30. You get what I'm saying? Really? So, I, yeah, yeah. Never, I never beat Donkey Kong Country 2. Oh, no, like, we never did. Codes. Never what? did. Super NES never beat that game. I played one, two, and three, and never beat any of the Donkey Kongs. None of them. That's crazy. I remember so, that. We never beat those. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So, I don't know. Like, a lot of the games, like, and we, you know how we used to do back in the day. We used to rent stuff, so you had to beat that shit in like three days. You, you couldn't beat it in three days. You had to take that shit back, you know, and, or or rent it again. You know what I'm saying? We ain't had a saves. Like I said, I keep going back on that, but we didn't have none of that shit. Like you ain't had no memory cards until like um, PlayStation One, pretty much. Mm. That's what made a lot of those games hard back then, though, because you, you yeah. didn't have saves and you really didn't even have a pause. You know, you just had to no. play the level. Yo, I know, I know you remember this, Corey. You remember we used to pause the game and go do what we had to do the rest of the day and leave that shit on all motherfucking day? Leave that shit running, boss. Let, leave that shit running and then come back and try to beat <laughs> Leave that shit running. Hold on, man. The Disney games was hard. Do you remember Aladdin? That was hard. Yeah, yes. Aladdin and Lion King was hard as shit. Because I just can't wait to be king. You had to uh, jump across the uh, little river on the little uh, ostriches. They yeah. were always be moving their feathers and shit. That shit was hard. Yeah. You throwing apples at people, talk about some hold on, man. Let me slice you with this street rat. <laughs> Nigga, that shit was hard as shit. Oh beat that shit. Lord, yeah, no, I totally forgot about that joint. That mm-hmm. was uh, that was pretty tough, man. And I think you're right. Um, there's a couple games I, I definitely never beat the first Hitman. I did, almost didn't beat Soul Reaver 2. That took me months. And you were there when I was playing it. I know you remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But a lot of these games, yeah, never got to completion for me. Um, Xavier, what about you, man? There's a couple games. Um, I know you're currently playing Bloodborne. And it don't sound like you're making a ton of progress per day. But um, are you finishing these these tough games on your list? Are you finishing these up? Bloodborne, I'm, I'm going to finish. It's going to probably take me a little bit of time, too, because I'm not, like, playing it. I'm not pouring, like, a whole bunch of hours into it, all like that. But I think with that game, it's one of those where once your character kind of level up a little bit, you learn some abilities, you know, get some new items. You know, it comes a little. It becomes a little bit easier, you know, and you can, you know, strategize a little bit better. Because you know, when you're weaker, you know, sometimes you don't really have too many options. Because you know, enemy hits you in a game like that, like your ass dies pretty fast. But no, I haven't beat Bloodborne yet. I did beat Ninja Gaiden too. Um, I didn't beat it on the hardest level though. You know how after you beat some of those games, you can unlock like you know, like a, I don't know, like a nightmare mode. You know, different games have different uh, names for it, but. Did beat Ninja Game 2. I didn't beat the Alien Isolation. Like I said, this shit got frustrating to the point I was just like, fuck it. Uh, I'll cough this L up. And then <laughs> I know a game we didn't um, we didn't mention was um, the um, Ninja Turtles on the NES. Like the Ninja Turtles, yeah. like the Simpsons, like all those two 3D games. I've seen those on a lot of bloggers' lists. But man, like me thinking about them, them games were hard as hell. Like, I remember with the Ninja Turtle game, you didn't really get a lot of health. Remember, like you, your the turtles would die fairly quickly. And then I remember with the Simpsons game, it was kind of the same shit. 
Like that game, I remember that game being pretty difficult as well. Yeah. Uh, you, I got a question for y'all though. Speaking of speaking of like challenging games, do you guys think that games are? made a little bit easier today because they don't want to like piss off uh you know their customers yeah maybe to a certain extent you got to want to complete the game you don't want to have a game that's notoriously unable to be completed because then what what then like what do you do i'm but that's kind of the lore of it now like dark souls is known for being hard like everybody knows it's hard everybody wants to play it based on that fact like that's the premise like yo this shit is really hard do you want to play it or not like, but Dark Souls also sold well too, as well as because it was original. It was innovative. Like yeah, that was yeah. the, you know, that that's the only thing. That's the only game I can think of from this generation that's like that hard. You know, most games nowadays, it's like everyone's focusing on online platform, or like we said, it, they make it a little bit challenging. But for the most part, you can you can you know work your way through it. Like games like Assassin's Creed, like even though the original, um, you know, father of those particular style of games is like the Prince of Persia, it's like Prince of Persia to me was harder than Assassin's Creed. Mm, even yeah. though, you know, they're the same type of games, but Prince of Persia, some of those bosses were hard as hell. Like, remember some of those, you know, uh, environments where you really had to like time it correctly, you know, to jump from here or to swing from here? Like Prince of Persia had some difficult parts, you know, with the puzzles. Like Assassin's Creed to me is like cool, cool story, but I don't think the gameplay is as is as challenging, which is why you know I don't I don't buy it anymore. Mm. I have an interesting take on it. Um, do we think that games are getting harder, or the fact that we were just kids playing really difficult games, and we were right. just holding our own? Like, there's something to be said about our generation and the fact that. We've been playing video games so long. It's not that games are getting easier, but the amount of games we've played, there's nothing you can really do to surprise me at this point. Like, you put me in a first-person shooter, I'm going to hold my own on the hardest difficulty. So, you know, it's not really about necessarily uh, that games are either made easier or hard. It's just that games are what they are, and then we've adjusted so well then now we need something even more challenging and there's born bloodborne you know what i mean now you have a game that's ridiculous that's a good point yeah. i didn't think about it i mean like you said we've we've been playing harder games at such a younger age so like our cognitive skills i guess you could say really in a way we we've, we've adapted we've gotten smarter so i mean thinking about it now too i think that's what i was saying like to me it makes no sense buying kids the weeds because young kids are playing games like and mastering games at such a young age like as we know like we have eight-year-olds and seven-year-olds that have mastered first-person shooters yeah like fucking adults up yep like even though i don't play call of duty anymore like i know there's an eight-year-old out there right now like going like fucking 60 and like five right fucking motherfuckers up yeah <laughs> eight-year-old <laughs> yeah like you know how dope your hand-eye coordination gotta be to do some shit like that. Like for real, they be slaying the Overwatch too. It's the same thing. Yeah, like some ten-year-old like, come there's, up there's, and just yeah, there's, there's some games out there where like there's some young kids actually you know doing well on them. Crazy. To and think. I think RPGs. You know, looking at RPGs like Skyrim. You know, I was I was seeing you know. Wow, you had like a lot of 10, 11, 12 year olds, some younger ones playing, you know, some of these harder RPGs as well. 
Like, so I guess I guess you are right. We have adapted in a way. I didn't even look at it from that perspective. I honestly think yeah, that's that's, point. that's what it is. I don't think that, like, because you know, the one thing that really drew me into Infamous is that it was a different style of gameplay, but it was no different than Soul Reaver. And I struggled my way through Soul Reaver, so why can't I play this? You know, why can't I get through this if I got through Soul Reaver with worse graphics and harder game mechanics? So the hard games came out due to lack of of, of ability, you know, within that game. That's why you had, um, you know, the games that we had and, 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 and why some of them are harder to play now. I don't know if you've ever tried to go back and play with an emulator. Like, sometimes you're like, how did I play this? just because we were so limited that's what we had to work with but we made it work and because of it we were better gamers for it i feel like so i think right. that the the class of gamers now are so spoiled that uh they don't they don't know how to think the same way that we think so um i don't know but at the same time you know kids coming out now they got these crazy game mechanics like in bloodborne and stuff all these different options and outfits and this customization of this move and that move. It's like, it's very overwhelming. So I, I, I'd be curious to see who has it harder um, or who turns out to be a, a better gaming generation um, at the end of the day. I think we've had, I think we've had exposure to so many different platforms and we've got to kind of see the, the process and the development of gaming to what it's got in the present day, you know, whereas like they just, you know, they were born into this technology. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Kind of the same thing with like, you know, social media, they're born into it. They don't know the earlier days. Right. How did you get into contact with somebody? Like thinking about it now, like you remember Facebook and how we used to edit our pages and shit. Like I never even realized like, what the hell we're doing? Yeah, like, we used to edit yeah. that shit up. Mm-hmm. Look at the top eight. Remember that? <laughs> oh uh, man, talk about getting you in trouble. You always had to woo. have your girl in your top eight. Better not had no other girl in your top eight. Just like crazy stuff, man. Crazy stuff. Definitely. I don't even know. I, I can't even remember how we used to get into contact. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Crazy, crazy to think about, man. Caught up. I wish I could go look at my MySpace messages from those days. We talked about as far as toughest toughest games go. Which games had the toughest bosses? Oh my god! Um, I know uh, for me, and we Woo! talked about it a second ago. Metal Gear Solid. Any of the Metal Gear Solids. I mean, you could argue it. You got yeah. a, a human being fighting a huge machine. Uh, but uh, there was some specific bosses for me that was extremely difficult. Uh, one being in Snake Eater, which is Metal Gear Solid 3, fighting the end, which was the sniper dude. That took me in real life, I think, a few hours to beat him. And then I had to, like, set it down and come back. Like, this, it was basically a sniper fight between snake and this guy and it was all about stealth and that game was all about camouflage like you pick up camouflage and after you pick up camouflage you can put it on and so this particular battle took place in an area where there was a lot of different terrain so you had to keep changing your camouflage and then you had to go either find the dude or stay put until he walked past you 
in this huge area. And so you're having a sniper battle with this guy. And if you stay 100% camouflaged, you guys can't see each other. So you're just basically looking around the map for like subtle movements. Like you really felt like a sniper. You really had to concentrate, really had to be quiet. Um, there was times during that battle where I literally walked past the dude in the shrubbery and had to go back like, wait a minute. Like, cause I'm sneaking around and I'm like, wait, I think I was just behind him. And then, you know, I two-piece the dude on the ground. He drop a smoke bomb and disappear, and you start all over again. And I did this for hours and hours. Got all the way to the end and then would lose. It was bad, man. So Metal Gear Solid for me, fighting the end, that was one of it. Uh, one of the ones for yeah. me. And then Mortal Kombat, Goro and Motaro, I think it was. Yep. Those yeah. two. That, that second to last cake. bosses. Yep. Mm-hmm. Takes the cake, man. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Uh, to add on to what you... What you're you're saying about the Metal Gear series, Psycho Mantis, before anybody knew to change that controller port over to the second joint. Oh <laughs> shit! Do you remember that? Like you know oh, how did this motherfucker knew your whole move list. He knew exactly what you were gonna do, but you didn't even know like the switch until the guys called you on the phone. It was like the auto combo was like, hey man, you might want to switch it. Switch it to the second port, man. You might want to do that. How crazy and, is that? Right. <laughs> Hideo Kojima is a fucking genius. He's what? fucking genius. That is wild. Like, did, did he he brings it outside of the game. He made you switch your controller port to the second port to beat Psycho Mantis. That's wild. That's nuts. Wow. Absolutely wild. That 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 was to to add what you're saying. So I please continue. But yes, Psycho Mantis and the whole Metal Gear series has so many fucking bosses. That so was many. Absolutely nuts. So many yeah. crazy bosses yeah. with crazy mechanics. And then, then they bring a version of Psycho Mantis back. Like, didn't they pay homage to him in some way? Um, I, I, can, I can't remember. In one of the newer ones, I thought they had something that looked like Psycho Mantis. I could be totally wrong, but um, Psycho Mantis was... That dude was nuts, bro. Like, super, super right. nuts. In terms of uh, yeah. game, like like trying to just fight a boss on like, again, basic graphics, basic controls, like nothing was really complicated back then. And to have to switch ports and then again, you got those blocky move. It wasn't good, man. That was tough. That was yeah. tough. Fun, it, was, it was really tough. Fun, though, but tough. Very fun. Uh, Xavier, man, what, what, what are your thoughts? What are, what are your toughest uh, uh, bosses? I'd probably say... Um... Alden from Skyrim. For those of you that play Skyrim, it was basically like a, a master dragon you had to fight at the end of the game. I mean, your your character is a human, so just put that in your mind. Just you fighting a dragon, you know. Just think about that. So yeah, that that shit was hard. Um, what else did I have on here? Wasn't hard as an adult, but as a kid, do y'all remember Red? Like the player Red, like I guess the equivalent of Ash, but on um. Pokemon, um, what was it? When they re-released the, uh, was it Soul Gold and Soul Silver? But like, you remember when they re-released like the gold and silver um, games and they added all that additional content on it? But yeah, you mean we, like Gary? Yeah, basically you you were you yeah, were fighting. Yeah, it was Gary. Him. Yeah, yeah, but it was like Pokemon Red. But remember he, had, uh, I think that was like right before you travel back to that particular region and then you know you go get the other eight badges because i think you got 16 badges but i think you fight player red like this dude's pokemon list was crazy like 
he had like all the, the original three Pokemon, but they were all like at their final forms. Like you, you had to fight like Venusaur, you know, Charizard, Blastoid, oh, and he had all these other dope ass Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, like his his Pokemon list was like loaded. What? Yeah, that's stupid. I'm trying to think who else to think of. I don't really like um, repeating it a lot just because I know we've said it so much on here, but Sin from uh, Final Fantasy. Yeah, 10, I was, I that, that, was that was on my list, dude. That was on my list for sure. Time, but that, that, that dude was, used to wreck cities. It was hard, man. Yes. It was hard. Mm. I remember putting that game down for months and then having to build it back up. I just, because I, yeah. I got to a point where I just couldn't beat him. Um, I felt defeated, like straight up. Felt like I yeah. got swept 4 0. Quick. Yep. <laughs> he said four all. Oh shit. Um I'ma go I'ma go in my crate here. World of Warcraft, um, the Lich King. Y'all don't know nothing about that probably. I know. But he was bit. like one of the hardest bosses that I've ever fought, like collectively with ten people. Never beat him. Like Sindragosa was was pretty bad, but he was like really, really fucking bad. It was it was bad. Word. That's he used a, he to, uh, one the nerd bucket right there. So yeah, so what what he would do was because you could revive people during battle. So I mean, just to give you a little insight of what's going on, just to try to get everybody up to speed here. So he would he would summon these Valkyries that would drop you off of his tower and you couldn't be revived. So if you got picked up by one of these like Valkyries and dropped off the edge, like you could not come back into battle. Because usually you can bring people back. This motherfucker was like, once you hit the cliff, that's it. You dead. Wow. That's it. You just hit the bottom of that motherfucker. So it was really, really fucking difficult, especially for 10, not, not to even mention the 25 man, but that's that's what I'm going to say. Like, you already listed everything else I got, but that was one of the hardest bosses I've ever fought. Mm. Yeah. Say word, man. So, yeah. So what do y'all think are, like, the best bo bosses as far as video games go? Like, you know, not necessarily, you know, who's the strongest, but, like, you know, just fan favorites. Like, what was a fun boss you enjoyed, you know, playing uh, against, or, you know, the character, per se? Like, would you this, love? This motherfucker X with the questions. Yeah, oh, man. I got to go to Liquid Snake. Yeah. That boxing match yeah. <laughs> on top of that. Yes. <laughs> Goddamn Metal Gear. Yeah. That was my favorite yeah. boss just because he was yes. just like, he was always around and you just, you wanted to choke that motherfucker out. But it seemed like I, you could never get him. You know what I mean? And that kind of, that was right. kind of cool. I like that aspect of it. He was a cool I, boss. I have to add in on that because uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, the sword fight between Raiden and Solidus, like that shit was crazy too. Like, I, I I don't know what it is about Hideo Kojima. This motherfucker is theater, like walking. Like, he can, mm -hmm. like, create some shit like that. Um, I can't think of anything else. Uh, oh, uh, Zelda, the um, when you fight Ganon. Oh, that's, yeah. That was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, like, when you at the end and, and fight him, that's crazy. Hmm. So. Zelda had a lot of dope bosses, man. Yes, where, absolutely. Dude. Yeah, that was cool. I like that. Um, trying to think of a game where the combat was just crazy. Um, and the boss fight, you know, in the end, again, Metal Gear Solid 3, the final boss fight there was crazy. Kind of like their whole theme was always use boxing at the end of every one. <laughs> but uh, 
I mean, nowadays. Dead or Alive. Okay. Uh, I can't think of her name, but you remember the the one uh, female ninja that had the, like the blue dress, but it was like a a robot or copy something of her, but the shit was strong as hell. But like, far as you talking about comeback wise, like, that thing used to beat the shit out of you, like put straight paws on you. Mm. You know how some of those old uh, fighting games were like. You remember Shao Kahn back on the back on the like Sega Genesis? He used to put mm-hmm. hands on you. Yeah, I um the games that I played were very adventure based or very mission based, like Splinter Cells, um, the Ratchets and Clank. So some of those games had final bosses, but they weren't necessarily hard because you get so worked up by the end of it that like you know yeah. you're gonna dust them because of the way we play. I know all of us we kind of play the same way to where we kind of work everything up to 100%, you know, and then we, yeah. we go fight. So bosses typically weren't terribly hard in, like, those Ratchet and Clanks and uh, the Splinter yeah, Cell fights and, and, stuff. and stuff. Yeah, they weren't terribly hard, but the boss fights were always cool in those games for sure. Um, Fly Cooper. <laughs> Fable. Fable had some nice bosses. Yeah. Um Oh, that first of all, Un- Uncharted 4, Nadine, which Ooh. they made a protagonist in the next game. She was beating the shit out of out, out of the, the Drake brothers. Beating oh, the shit man. out of them. Beating them niggas down. She was karate sizing they ass like the whole game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Woo! Tomb Raider, actually, the newer one had some uh, some difficult gameplay as well. I can't remember yeah. who the final boss was in that game, but I do remember some of those fights in like the valleys to where you're like jumping and s- setting off traps and swinging and like some of them fights like it was like epic. Like, damn, this shit is tight. So um, I would throw that up there as, as far as gameplay wise. I know that was that has some good stuff in there. But again, as far as uh boss fight nothing memorable you know what i mean very stereotypical with the boss fight sometimes yeah i yeah, just man, um gotta... i'm gonna probably i'm gonna probably list some from just lists from like bloggers because i just found some of them funny man like some of the like explanations like on some of the articles i was reading it would like put the boss explaining and then like people would put like why they liked it like the reasons y'all were like hilarious like somebody had the ghost from pac-man <laughs> Like they were saying, these were the most like relentless bosses ever. In a way, like they never stopped coming after Pac Man. Like that nigga was never peaceful. He could never go on vacation with Mrs. Pac Man. Like <laughs> them ghosts never stop coming. <laughs> Word. Word. Oh man, too Cortex man from Crash Bandicoot. Like he was so oh, animated. Man. Like his character was funny. Like he was an easy boss per se, but just his character, like he kept the game just like funny. He was just animated. Like he had a big ass head and a little body, kind of looked like Tyrion a little bit. That's kind of messed up, I know, but that's what oh, Tyrion looked like. This oh man, <laughs> come on, man, come on, man. You over here cackling? <laughs> Yeah, cackling. Uh, also, oh, too, man. y'all remember uh, Lance Vance from um, Vice City? Oh yeah, like you thought that was your boy. Then a nigga set you up at the end so he could take all the Empire. Oh, like, but remember Lance nigga, Vance man. used to have 
Man, he's always had you doing some type of missions that always got you in some shit. Yeah, like, I remember that one mission you had to go into that apartment complex and fight them Haitians. Man, they were tearing your ass up. Tagging I just remember as soon as you stepped foot in there, it was bullets flying. Yes. Some of the... Okay, so that's a good point. The GTAs definitely had some amazing... Uh, final boss or encounters to where like like vice city ended like scarface did and like san yeah, andreas yeah. you finally got um what's his name from the hood you know back for all the bullshit he was doing and, and you know there was just some some really good good moments moments in in, in gaming history from from the grand theft auto series for sure even to speak more of a uh, rock star, y'all remember uh, Edgar Ross from Red Dead Redemption? Like y'all remember the he was basically like the U.S. Marshal that had uh, John doing all the missions. Remember he had kidnapped his wife and kid, and then at the end of the game, remember he comes and kills John. Like he was a grimy ass nigga, but like he was just such like his character as like a villain. Like it, you know, it it was like a it was a good character. Like the the backstory was pretty great, but he, he was a piece of shit. He was kind of like uh, Tiffany, or was it was a cop Ten named Penny. Tiffany or Ten Ten Penny. Penny. Yeah, yeah. Said he, he said Tiffany. That's his name, <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> I like it. Fuck that you, Officer Ten Penny. Oh man, <laughs> that boy was grimy. The Samuel, right? Yep. Dope, dope, dope. Basic, basically, uh, his character from Pulp Fiction, just a racist one. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Um, yeah, as far as boss fights, man, some of the more recent games I played were super, super amazing. And uh, But again, I worked my characters up so much and went back and got extra XP that nothing really was too crazy in these past few years, you know, especially with the, me just getting a PS4 not too long ago and playing the games that I've mentioned, the um, the Notables, the um, Darksiders, the Infamouses, I mean, good yes dope amazingly dope but difficult no not like bloodborne to where every fight feel like a final boss fight in the game <laughs> yeah that's nuts that's definitely that's how it is like a, like a normal enemy on the street can hit you with a combo and kill you like yeah you just walk well, man, about man, you it, want it keeps you in your toes though yeah like it keeps you in your toes oh my god yeah. Well, I think we got like, it, man. Yeah, we got it all. We did all of that. We spread. I think that everybody had a list over that bread. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas making sandwiches, all type of shit. We did that. We did all that. Next topic should be best sandwich. That would be. Dope. <laughs> we could discuss the best sandwich, man. Oh Peanut man, salami on rye butter and jelly nigga you crazy butter and jelly on on that oat on that oat nut wheat bread <laughs> this nigga oat nut Solid wheat shit. bread <laughs> like ever say oat nut that? wheat bread while i'm talking to you man i slap this shit out you man oat nut wheat bread are you fucking crazy oat nut wheat bread Hey, that shit good. Uh, I know I sound like I got that from Trader Joe's on so Alnine. Hey man, I shopped there too. I ain't I ain't gonna hate on you. Hey, I don't hey, I remember I went in a, a Whole Foods one day. I got some quesadilla stuff. 
I just spent like forty dollars. I never went back in that bitch again. Nah, man, you get, you get, they they brought this shit down, bro. You got to buy buy the three sixty five brand. That's what they call it. I was like, what? I was like, this ain't for me. Yes, <laughs> this ain't for me. <laughs> hell, hell, nah. A lot of people stay away from it because they think the prices is high. But uh, you can take this shit back to San Francisco or wherever you make this shit in Cali. Get that shit out of here. A farmer's market cheaper than this. Yeah, no, nah, it's it gets pretty expensive, for sure. Yeah, you'd be dropping four hundred dollars for something at Kroger's, you would have spent like one fifty. Crazy, yo! I'm getting oh, my shit. ass handed to me right now. Well, the last topic today, fellas, and I just bought one. This is the only reason I put this on here. But where do y'all think handheld games fit in today's world of gaming? Like, I just oh, bought a Nintendo wow. uh, 3DS or some shit like that. And Pokemon, like, so silver. I spent, like, $40. Like, it's just the main game. Mm, damn. Handheld video games, right? So, handheld video games are clearly making a, an evolution now. And it, and it started, I think it was a slow build, to where handheld devices are becoming just an extension of the main consoles and the Wii is really doing that really well with the Switch and there was also a handheld like controller for the Wii U um to where you know it kind of played like a um I don't know how you would describe it it kind of played like oh you could you could take your games and 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 use the controller and sometimes it will work out better than just using the the normal Wii controller you know, um, they had more buttons on it, and it could, it, it kind of almost like binded some of the controls, especially in Smash Brothers. It was a little bit easier sometimes to play with it, sometimes a little bit harder, but it was just an extension pretty much of the console itself. And I think that might be where these games are going. Um, that's just me, though. I don't see them really making a huge comeback, not especially with the adults, maybe in the kid market for sure, but not with adults. Do you yeah. think, um, yes. like, iOS games and Google Play games have had a lot to do with that, too? Because a lot of these games now, you can just get access. Some of the more simple games, you can get access on your phones. And even, too, we do know that there's game developers that are actually putting time and money into making games for people's phones since people are on their phones most of the time. So do you think that's yeah. had an effect? Go ahead, Chad. Absolutely. What do you think, man? No, I'm, I I agree with what he's saying. Like they're they're gearing it towards that, but they're just bringing the old stuff back. You know what I mean? Like Pokemon on the Game Boy. Like people, like I don't know what it is, but it really resonated with a lot of people. Like <laughs> like past everything. You know what I mean? Like uh, red, blue, yellow. Like the different versions they have and and everything like that, but they're starting to translate this to, like, the newer age of things. Because we used to, like, Game Boy, Game Gear, you know, like, the um, the double the, the A battery games you used to put in, and, you know, <laughs> what, what is it, like, Spider-Man, Batman, anything like that. We, we're used to that, but they're there's so much more in depth now with the whole phone games. Now you got angry birds, angry birds fucking killed everything. Like it's so simple, so simplistic, mm. but it blew up the whole market. Like you, you, everybody knows who angry birds is. They got like fucking emojis. They got fucking, um, movies, 
movies, all types of shit. It's fucking nuts. So I yeah. definitely agree with what you're saying there. Like the whole market for the the iOS game there is 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 fucking nuts. Um, what's the, what's the fucking game that they uh they banned because it was too hard? And and this goes back to our original topic, Flappy Bird. Oh yeah, yeah. That, was that, was, that game was so hard that the owner of the game, the guy that created it, stopped making it. He said, "If it's this hard, then fuck y'all niggas." Yeah. Remember in college, <laughs> you had Temple that, Run. <laughs> yeah, Temple Run in college, like that was yeah. getting tons of people yeah. playing. Hold on, hold on. Let's let's go back even further. Do you remember Oregon Trail? Mm. Do you remember that? <laughs> let's yeah. go all the way mm-hmm. back to Apple Macintosh. Nigga, snake. <laughs> yeah. Woo! You got bit by a rattlesnake. Yo, it's over. You, you lost six oxen, nigga. You dead. That's yeah. it. <laughs> you attempted to pull oh. the wagon yourself. You slipped a disc. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no Cairo practice. <laughs> like, it's over. Like, yeah, man. On, I, 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 hey, man. I'm just saying. Like, you got to look at all aspects, but I think. Everybody wants it in their hand. They want to be able to like play immediately right where it's at. So they're recreating a lot of these games. I remember having Game Gear. That bitch was as big as my head. I was 11, 12 years old playing that shit. Uh, fucking Power Rangers, the movie. Mm. Sega Genesis, all that other shit, man. It was, it's nuts. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I, I kind of agree that... Um I think the whole Apple and I iOS system had a lot to do with the, um, you know, just the whole, do we make handheld systems? Like, why would you do that when you have your phone? So why not take a part of your company and develop an iOS version of a game? It seems to be more frugal. It seems to be easier to access. More people would go for it if it was, available on their phone so there's that as well like i don't have to buy another device so i think that has a lot to do with it uh at one point in time though it was just cool to have them and then i'm talking like game boy game gear it was cool to have them and then those kind of fizzled out but then it kind of came back strong to where uh really like hipster type dudes was walking around with like playstation vistas and all types of weird stuff and it was just like that was what was cool again and then i feel like it died again but with the nintendo switch coming out the way that it did and having that portability almost handheld feel to it i feel like it might make another resurgence and and go for another push but they just go in and out it depends on the capabilities of the game and and, and what the game has to offer and what the game actually is i feel like but i don't know for sure i i can't i'm not over out here researching handheld games so i don't, I don't know for sure yeah, I mean, that that was just my take on it. I, I was going to say that I think there will be a small, like, niche community that likes them. Like, you'll still have the people that are buying them for nostalgia purposes. I mean, I just I just bought a Nintendo 3, 3DS because I wanted Pokemon Soul Silver. But, you know, and I think the main reason I got that is just for trips. Like, when I travel on planes, like, something I can just zone out to for two hours while I'm on a plane and put my headphones in. Like, that was really my main purpose for buying it. But... Like I said, I think with iOS game developing and you have a lot of developers that, you know, they found their niche and they found, you know, the little Kim Kardashian games and the little celeb games, just other little simple games that people play, 
you know, just to, you know, get a short break or just, you know, just to kind of fuck off some time. Like, you know, I think it's kind of taken away from Nintendo and all these other companies that were actually making handheld games. Uh-huh. Like you said, like at this point, like why invest all this money in this when we can just throw it on a server and people can download it for like five dollars and then the updates and stuff we can do and just upload, you know, pretty simple. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, man. Yeah. I- iOS games are for when you doodling, man. That's all we do with <laughs> iOS games, dog. When you do the you need something to play, man. Seriously. Yeah, so you gotta have a nice I, collection. I, think, I do. I think it's I think it's for just like burning time or it's just like, oh, you're at work and you need a quick break. You can be on your phone. Something real simple. Not too much thought. Yep. Yep. You know, basically I, like I said, I have Sonic. I have, think I have Sonic two on my on my phone. I sometimes I play that, like if I'm at work and like we're all on our phones, like I'm playing Sonic. That's see, that's all it is, man. Just a little boredom, uh, relief, and and something to do when when there's nothing, absolutely nothing to do. But when they said San Andreas was available, you know, on the iPad and and I could play like all those classic games again, bro, I jumped on that shit so quick, so quick. Yeah. I mean, I think I think handheld games are still gonna be good for kids. But at the same time, I mean, how many parents are really going to spend three hundred dollars on a device your kid may only play a couple years, mm-hmm. and then they toss yeah. it away? Yep. Because I mean, back then, how much were the Game Boys running? Was it like seventy, eighty, or something? Something like that. But they weren't too. They weren't too expensive. In comparison to now, back then that was a lot. But yeah, they were Nintendo 3DSs. I know when they first dropped, they were like two fifty. Damn. Two fifty, two eighty. Around that, around that price range, and that wasn't including the game. I mean, I know some of them came with bundles where you could get like uh, Super Mario Kart, or I think maybe like the Kingdom Hearts game had dropped. You know, you have you have bundles out there, but for the most part, I think it was like two fifty, two eighty plus tax, and that doesn't include the game. Damn, like not for a handheld, not when you can spend almost one hundred and fifty dollars more or two hundred dollars more and get a full system. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's the thing that yeah. that that I think is going to be the deal breaker is like, okay, if you make a handheld system, just like just because it's smaller don't mean it is less expensive. So you got something in your pocket with less graphic capabilities, but because it's portable and it's kind of cool and it's fashionable to have, has a certain price value to it, but it's like for 50 more dollars, I can go get a PlayStation 4 and, you know, have way better better games to play and, and and a lot more capability so what do you really do guess it just depends on what kind of gamer you are i'll take the nostalgia <laughs> approach i still have my original game boy color and game boy advance oh yeah except like the screens and shit they're all scratched up like i mean i can pay there's like a little um gaming store downtown like they restore uh like old game systems and stuff like, i mean i could take it down there and pay to get them restored which i might do at some point but i still even own mine you know right i just lost the backs you remember we would always lose the backs to where the batteries go i ain't but lose my backs i, I don't know what happened to your backs because my backs are still intact man <laughs> i don't know my backs is there Got all my backs. Being irresponsible, you know, little kid. Hell no, man. Hell no. I mean, 
when we speak about handheld gaming too, uh, let's not forget we we spoke about this on the podcast before, but just the the little ten dollar, twenty dollar handheld games you could buy and put the double A batteries in. That used to be a thing. You could mm-hmm. buy video games essentially in the the toy aisle because games were a much simpler medium to to process back then. You know. Not even that. Remember, we used to get them um, in like the Happy Meals, man. Remember, we would get them in like Burger King and uh, McDonald's. Mm, yeah, we used to get yeah. them there too. Tamagotchis, yep, all that. Oh, cheeky duckies, nigga, come on. Yeah, yep. yeah. But Cheekyless duckless. Come, <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. There was no <laughs> phones back then, though. So what were el- else were you gonna use? You know what I mean. That was Don't it. Don't feed your Tamagotchi. The little nigga die on your ass. Hated them goddamn things. <laughs> oh, you didn't clean up the poop. Hey, hello. Let me let me say this. Those games taught us social responsibility. All right. If you don't feed your child, it's gonna die. Yep. We better parents for that. Okay. Some of us. We gonna be better parents because if you don't feed them and be able to teach them tricks, it's a wrap. It's a grilled chicken wrap. No, I know. <laughs> I these kids out here learning tricks because mommy turning tricks. But that's a whole nother story. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole different time. Yo, man, I'm off the mic. I can't, I can't fuck with this nigga, man. 